So, some $1,400 stimulus checks went to people who didn't need them, and experts say that may be okay. So this is like an article written by uh, CNBC. And so we're going to read it while I'm drinking some bang energy. But I found this kind of like interesting because this whole stimulus check thing is like a weird soap opera, honestly. Like if you've noticed like in like the headlines and all that kind of stuff, this stimulus check fiasco is basically a Hispanic soap opera where you're trying to not like, like you don't even see any subtitles. But you could just feel the emotion from all of them. It's like, oh, this person doesn't deserve a check. That person doesn't deserve a check. All these people deserve a check. It's like, when are we going to get our checks? Right? It's, like, it's absolutely nuts. So Washington has issued stimulus checks to about 127 million households over the past two weeks. So some payments went to those who didn't need the money. But that's not necessarily bad. The answer largely depends on one's view of check targeting and how easily that can be achieved. Now, I've never heard of check targeting, but we're probably going to learn a little bit of something today. So the concept of trying to get target stimulus checks boils down to the uneven pandemic recovery, the so-called K-shaped economy. So those who continue to struggle should get payments, and those who've recovered or better shouldn't, the thinking goes. In a sense, it's impossible to perfectly target checks with a national policy. Based on tax return data that can't capture rapid shifts in household circumstances, experts said. Now, I think I mentioned this before in like a previous episode, but I feel like if they're going to steal from people's future, Right, if they're already going to do that, and say the bill is like two billion dollars, right, to provide COVID relief, specifically for stimulus checks, right? Well, then how about you literally give every citizen of the country a stimulus check, right? Make the whole budget straight to the stimulus check, because if they did that. It'd basically solve a lot of issues because then people wouldn't be putting in a whole bunch of random stuff and we wouldn't be getting so much of our future stolen so that we could get a little kickback for them stealing money from our future, right? Because again, every time you get a stimulus check, right? And again, none of us are going to complain about getting $1,400 or something, right? But every time you get that check inside your account or you get the paper check, right? You have to understand, you're getting $1,400, right? But they're probably stealing like $3,000 from your future or $5,000 from your future or $10,000 from your future, right? So it's basically like, it's, it's as if someone went to your face, was like, hey, give me your wallet. And you're like, but I like my wallet. And they're like, well, give me your wallet, and you have like five grand in there, okay? So they take your wallet, they take the five grand out, and then they put $500 back in your wallet, and then hand it into your pocket, like push it into your pocket, and then they tell you to thank them. That's the thing that I don't like about this whole stimulus check, fiasco, drama kind of situation, because it's like, hey, we understand that you are stealing from our futures, so 
why don't you steal from our futures and give us the actual full amounts that you're stealing from our futures? Like, I don't like that whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we got to thank them for stealing from our future to give us part of the money that they stole right now. Like, I just don't understand that. So those who continue to struggle should get payments, and those who've recovered or better shouldn't, the thinking goes. In a sense, it's, perfect, it's impossible like basically to do the whole national policy, but income thresholds are the best way to target for economic pain and speedily deliver aid, said Shai Akabas, director of the economic policy at the Bipartisan Policy Center. So the American Rescue Plan gave... $1,400 checks to single adults who earn up to $75,000 and partial checks went to people with $75,000 to $80,000 of income. So the thresholds are double for married couples. And then families also get extra payments for dependents. A family of four, for example, stands to get up to $5,600. So the targeting of the $1,400 stimulus check. So opponents believed the income caps should have been lower. A group of moderate Republican senators proposed $40,000 as a full payment cutoff, for example. That's because job loss has been concentrated among low-wage workers. In other words, higher earners who get a check tend to have a job and wage income right now, statistics show. But that doesn't mean every single high-income earner has a job, right? There's always going to be people who end up losing their job. And then you also got to understand, too, the majority of the United States population, regardless of income, are absolutely trash when it comes to personal finance. That's why you got people who are making like $200,000 a year living paycheck to paycheck because the majority of Americans don't have any handle on their finances. So employment for those making less than $27,000 a year was down 29% at the end of February relative to pre-pandemic levels, according to Opportunity Insights, a project run by Harvard University and Brown University economists. Jobs among the next tier workers making up to $60,000 are down more than 6%. Meanwhile, higher earners are at break even. So cutting off $1,400 checks at $60,000 of income for single adults and double for married couples would have reduced eligibility by almost 9 million households to a total of $153 million. But, yeah, no, wow, I completely screwed that up, right? So basically it would have reduced eligibility by almost 9 million households to a total of $153 million, according to an estimate from Kyle palmer Liu a resident fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, a conservative, conservative think tank. So home and stock prices have also ballooned, meaning the wealthy, who disproportionately own such assets, are likely reaping financial rewards and likely don't need stimulus money, according to proponents of better targeting. There's also more prone to save cash than spend it to stimulate the economy. Although technically they kind of stimulate the economy by putting more money into assets, so the IRS began issuing a second round of direct payments, $600 checks in early January. Spending among low earners, household income below $46,000, had swelled 24% by January 10th, according to Opportunity Insights. On the other hand, households earning more than $78,000 spent about 1% more. Now the thing that you also got to understand too, right? 
I believe there was a study done about like what are like the most common purchases with stimulus checks, right? Like what do most people do with it? And it seems like most people who make a certain amount and under typically buy Nike shoes, technology, or other pieces of clothing or jewelry, right? Which means they're not really putting any money towards their future. They're not paying off debt with these stimulus checks. And I'm saying like the majority of the people who end up spending money, spending their stimulus checks, right? The majority of people who end up getting these stimulus checks end up just using it to buy stuff, right? Which, here's the thing. If you get a stimulus check, the best thing that you could probably do is pay down your debt. Because that's going to help you out so much by paying down your debt. Because everybody's situation is different. Obviously, personal finance is personal, right? So whatever your situation is, is going to differ from another person, which is why I add some of these personal finance stories within this whole thing. Because people need to understand that the person that's going to help you the most is not the government, is not a friend, is not a family member. It is you making consistent choices to help your own personal finance situation. So if you are able to pay your four walls, your living expenses, right? The $1,400 check is great to pay off debt if you have any debt. If you have no debt, it could go for like an emergency fund. If you already have an emergency fund, you could put it into investments. And if you already have like a retirement, right? You could just save up for like, you know, maybe a kid's college or maybe just something that you have in mind, right? Something for your future, like plan ahead. Because there's really like, I hope more and more people don't necessarily need a stimulus check. And their current situation, I hope if you're listening to this, that you don't necessarily need a $1,400 stimulus check to where it will, like, it will actually affect your life. But if it is going to affect your life, please do the best thing for you in your specific personal finance situation. Because the whole point of the stimulus checks is supposedly to help out people who are struggling. So if it can help you out and you're struggling, then hopefully it helps you out. Right. Hopefully you are able to do good things with it and maybe potentially get your life into a little bit better situation instead of just buying it on like clothes or Nike shoes, which, by the way, I mean, Nike shoes, I got mixed feelings about Nike. Right. I mean, their shoes are like, OK. Right. I just don't understand. Like, here's the thing. I don't understand, like buying Jordans because like what you're going to spend like a grand on Jordans when you can like spend 20 bucks on a pair of tennis shoes and not really bother with anything else ever again. But then again, I'm not a shoe person. So they may, however, spend down that savings when the economy reopens more fully. Some opponents didn't believe stimulus checks were necessary at all since extra unemployment benefits in the American Rescue Plan already funnel aid to those who lost job income. The only thing is this whole unemployment benefits thing is that it's been so screwy for a lot of states that some states actually haven't even, you know, sent out the majority of the unemployment. So there's some people who will finally get their unemployment and it's all going to happen all at once. But who knows where their situation might be because they might be like eight months without a job, 
not being able to pay rent, not being able to pay any bills, and they're basically screwed, right? And then out of nowhere, they get like 10 or 12 grand. It's something absolutely absurd. So then there's holes in the safety net, right? But that's not the whole story. For one, Democrats in the White House did somewhat target the checks. The American Rescue Plan phased out check eligibility after $80,000 of income for single adults, down from $100,000 in the prior two federal relief measures. And again, the way I view it, if you're going to steal from everybody's future, you might as well give everybody a check. So the concepts of targeting and stimulus checks also don't necessarily mesh. About 90% of households got a CARES Act stimulus check, said Pomerleau of the American Enterprise Institute. Even with a lower phase-out range, nearly 85% of households are eligible for $1,400 checks, he said. I don't think there's a really strong case to target the checks, Pomerleau said. One argument against it is you really can't do it. Their primary objective was to issue money quickly and to plug any gaps in the social safety net, he said. Lowering income thresholds could also overlook some ailing households. For example, some higher earners may have lost hours but not their jobs during the pandemic downturn. That is very true. They may not have qualified for unemployment benefits or any extra jobless aid doled out over the past year, for example. That is also very true. In February, the number of people who wanted a full-time job but were working part-time was up almost 2 million versus pre-pandemic levels, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Plus, the IRS is using 2019 tax returns to determine eligibility if the agency hasn't yet processed a 2020 return. Now, those older returns may show a higher pre-layoff income that doesn't accurately reflect the household's current financial situation, said Jeanette Hotzblatt. What a name. Holtzblatt? Holtzblatt? A senior fellow at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center. So that uncertainty is an argument in favor of broader eligibility for checks as a catch-all for Americans in this scenario, she said. The IRS has yet to process more than 2 million tax returns received prior to 2021, according to the agency. The law is presuming people need the money, Hoshblot said. People may have lost their jobs in 2020, but the IRS may not know their circumstances. So the concept also fits with the guiding principle of the Biden administration when it crafted the $1.9 trillion rescue plan that doing too much is better than doing too little, as it believes occurred after the Great Recession. The $75,000 income threshold in the American Rescue Plan was also the same as the December Rescue Package, $600 checks, and the CARES Act before it, $1,200 checks. Those caps in turn mirrored those used during the Great Recession more than a decade ago. And keeping similar legislative language lent to speed your check delivery, Hotspot said. Again, the main thing to understand right with this check is that one, if you get it, don't complain about it, right? Just use it the best way that you can when you receive it, right? Because look, I know some people don't like the fact that people are getting checks, right? Some people might not like the fact that they themselves are going to get a check, right? But when it comes down to it, most likely going to get a check, so you might as well use it to the best way possible in your specific situation. So like I said, if you're already able to cover your four walls, basically all your living costs already, and that's not really a struggle for you, then put it onto any debt that you have. Pay down the debt that you have. Now, 
if you don't really have any debt, like if you don't actually have any debt, what you could do is put it into an emergency fund. If you don't have an emergency fund, then you want to put that into some sort of retirement or investments. And like if you already have an emergency fund, put that into investments. But if you already like max out your Roth IRA or you already max out whatever investments that you were already going to do, maybe put it into like a separate account for a specific purchase that you want down the line. Like maybe you're trying to save for a brand new car. Maybe you're trying to save for like a down pound, a down payment on a house, right? So choose the best situation for you. I mean, heck, I guess you could actually use part of it to just go out to eat or something, depending on your state. If you really don't need the money at all in any situation, the only thing is don't use it on Jordans. Don't use it on jewelry. Don't use it on like something that literally won't last for a while, right? Like all this jewelry, shoes, all this kind of stuff. Nah, like focus on your four walls. You're paying down the debt, your emergency fund and investments, right? You can literally stick this into like an index fund and probably do very well over the next 10, 20 years, right? You could probably average like a six, 7% return and just like literally any index fund that trades the whole stock market, right?